that Harlem night. Gonna turn it up, please. Them Harlem nights. Gonna turn it up, please. I done fell in love with Party at the bodega. What up, everybody? This is your man, Benz Pharrell, with Thinking Out Loud. How's everybody doing out there this evening? I hope everybody's doing fine, all right? Y'all better stay out of trouble there this weekend because I know how y'all like to get in trouble every goddamn weekend doing God knows what. Anyway, let me give y'all something to think about. You know how I do. All right. Chicago man beaten and carjacked by a group of females in a violent attack. An Uber driver in Chicago was attacked Tuesday by a group of girls, one of whom had a pipe before taking his vehicle. The attack caught on police surveillance video occurred at the intersection of 22nd Place and Princeton Avenue in the city's Chinatown neighborhood. The Chicago Police Department told news sources the 62-year-old man had just arrived near his home when he was approached by three females who beat him and took his car keys, news sources reported. Surveillance video, surveillance footage shows the man running from the group before he was taken down to the ground by two of the suspects. A third attacker is seen striking him with what, what, what appears to be a pipe the news station reported. The girls then took the man's car keys and fled in his vehicle. I parked my car and I walked out and I start to walk toward the apartment and three black females jumped on me, hold me and grabbed me and took my car keys. Daxon She, the victim told news sources. She refused, Mr. She refused medical attention at the scene. No arrest has been made and the investigation is ongoing. God damn it, man. What the hell is going on? This happened in Chinatown, so this, I know they're finna go, they're gonna catch the um, three girls. You can't be messing with Chinatown, I'll tell you that much. Like, what the hell these ladies was thinking about? Don't they have anything else better to do? What the fuck? Oh, man. Hopefully, karma get their asses. I hope somebody pin them down, whoop their ass, and take their car keys or whatever, excuse me, whatever that they have hell is going on what the world has come to moving along let me get something else sadistic cartel drug runner abducted a pair tortured a man with a torch then he raped a woman over a massive pot heist all right marijuana heist a nebraska welder who tried to he tried his hand at drug running after meeting cartel members at a colorado concert will spend decades in prison after kidnapping a suspect pot thief, a suspected pot thief, torturing him and raping a woman he was with that night, according to local reports. Tanner Danielson, 31 years old, was sentenced to 40 to 50 years for kidnapping and 30 to 40 years for sexual assault after he abducted the two on July 29th. Prison records show, all right, so... He pleaded no contest to the charges in June, believing the cartel would harm his family if he did not recover the 50 pounds of marijuana that had been stolen from his house. He kidnapped the pair, drugged the man, tortured him with a blowtorch, and hung him from a forklift. According to news sources, only a sadistic and evil person could do these things to another human being, Judge Suzanne's. Strong told Danielson in court, according to the papers. 
While the victim was tied up, Danielson used the torch to burn the word thief into his flesh. Then he raped the woman, drove the man 50 miles outside of town, and left him tied to a tree. The victim escaped and flagged the passing driver, who called 911, according to the Lincoln police. Gage County deputies responded, found him with two black eyes, burns, and other injuries, according to news sources. All right. He told them he was held captive and tortured for 12 hours. The victims thought they were meeting up with Danielson and his accomplice, Austin Wilhelm, or Widham, to buy cocaine, according to authorities. A U.S. Marshal's Fugitive Task Force captured Danielson on August 1st, 2022 in Rapid City, South Dakota. Widham, 28 years old, was arrested separately on assault and false imprisonment charges. He has not yet been sentenced. All right, so that was crazy, man. What's wrong with these people? I don't mess with South Dakota or Montana, them little areas right there. I already did like a segment about those little areas over there in America because you got outlaws out there. Them white boy redneck outlaws that be running around, those are the worst type of people who are over there because they... They live barbarically, and they like goddamn savages out there. You know what I'm saying? If you're a black person, do not go up there. Nebraska do have black people. There is a couple of towns in Nebraska because, you know, they got, um, you know, those truck drivers. They got those um, companies, those transportation transport companies that um, come out of Canada and transporting all through the country and stuff. So they have little towns where black or minority people stay at and stuff like that in nebraska i know that for sure so but like montana goddamn north dakota south dakota i don't fuck with them areas period there's no job in this world that's gonna make me go there because them white people over there are fucking crazy but anyway we're gonna keep this boat this ship moving I said S-H-I-P, ship, all right? Because, you know, sometimes these streaming services get upset in how I talk. But anyway, I'm one of the best that's coming out. So leave me alone and let me do the news in peace, ladies and gentlemen. Let me get this, all right? So we're going to keep it moving with some more chibachery news. Let's keep it moving. All right, this one right here, you might as well buckle your seatbelt because this one is bad. This news right here is no laughing matter. This is very disgusting. I don't even know what's wrong with these two people and what the hell is going on inside of their minds. This happened in Polk County, Florida. All right, ladies and gentlemen, all right, your discretion has been advised. You can shut this off if you feel like it. Okay, a Florida couple indicted for murder of a young child who died shortly after mother wanted to put him for adoption. He died shortly after the mother was trying to put him up for adoption. All right, so. Okay, a Florida mother and a stepfather was indicted on August 31st on first-degree murder charges after a six-year-old child died in April. Anthony Rouse, who was only six at the time of his death, was abused repeatedly by Trey Moore a 27-year-old, and Elise Samore, 25 years old, who allegedly coerced and even rewarded two other children in the same house to abuse the child, news sources reported. An investigation 
into the couple began after officials found the child drowning into, in a Winter Haven, Florida house on April 22nd. The married couple allegedly told police they sent Rouse to take a bath as a punishment for soiling himself. Trey didn't check on the child for at least 20 minutes and told authorities the bathroom door was locked upon trying to open it. Hmm. According to authorities, Trey told detectives that the child was found face down in the water when he eventually broke into the bathroom and called 911. The six-year-old didn't regain consciousness at the hospital and was declared dead on April 24th. Trey and Elise were indicted under charges of first-degree murder, aggravated child abuse by aggravated battery, aggravated manslaughter of a child, tampering and felony life capital proceedings, child abuse caused minor to become delinquent, dependent, and needy. Horrific conditions as well. A search warrant executed at the St. Mars home revealed there wasn't electricity or windows in the bathroom and the, ch and, and the children's bedroom, bedroom didn't have any power, official says. Oh, I don't know what's wrong with me right there. Okay, so they had a search warrant executed at the Seymour's home reveal. There wasn't no electricity or windows in the bathroom and the children's bedroom didn't have any power. Trey allegedly told authorities he turned off the breaker to the children's room so that there wouldn't be any power for them during the search. Authorities noticed that the children's bedrooms were locked from the outside. When officials entered, closed soil with urine and feces were found in one of the bedrooms and the closets had feces on the wall. A dog cage was also allegedly found by detectives in the garage that was used to punish the six-year-old where he was locked inside. An autopsy revealed signs of abuse and scars from prior physical abuse were seen on the boy. Two other children who lived at the house allegedly told officials they were rewarded with candy and food for beating up the six-year-old child and placing him in the dog cage. They also said that Trey took the victim swimming in the bathroom as a punishment, adding that swimming was the stepfather's version of drowning and he would hold the victim's head underwater. One of the children allegedly told the officials they saw Trey place the victim's head underwater, take him out, and attempted to perform CPR. The child also said that Elise, Elise, I don't know how you say her name, Alice or Elise, one of the two, threatened to choke him if he, to if he told the police the truth about what Trey did to the six-year-old deputies stated. That's what the deputy says. The child also said that Elise threatened to choke him if he told the police the truth about what Trey did to the six-year-old. Text messages between the couples released by authorities also discussed the six-year-old. All right, these are the text messages. On April 15th, 2023, about 12.58 in the morning, Elise text, couldn't get him out and honestly don't want him out. Then another text message uh, replied by Trey was, why can't you just do it the right way until you can sign him over to an agency? 
What is the point of compromising everything just for a sick, twisted way of revenge? It serves no purpose, and it doesn't work. Then another response from Elise text messages. Man, boy, it was okay when you was doing it, though. Get the fuck out of here. All right? On April 21st, 2023, 5.14 p.m., Alice, Elise text, I want to put him for adoption. All right? And then the biological father speak, speaks out. The child's biological father, Andre Rouse, said his son was always energetic and playful. It's really tough to, die, to digest and keep in your head, Rouse said. I told him multiple times I would take him. All right, he said that, that one was tough to digest and keep in his head. So the couple was arrested in May after Polk County's sheriff deputies obtained felony warrants before they were recently indicted. Florida Department of Children and Families took the other two children into their custody. All right. Yeah, that was crazy right there. Uh, I don't understand why people does this. And it looks like uh, Elise, Elise Rouse, it looks like she was being vindictive. It looks like she had anger, animosity towards the biological father. I mean, that's what I'm getting from this story right here. Because they kept punishing the little six-year-old. And that's sick and upsetting. And the biological father did say he would take the boy in. But I don't know. This is sad. This is stupid. It doesn't make any type of sense. I don't know why people are so twisted. Florida, the state of Florida is not a good state. And I've been said this. And I'm not saying, I'm not regurgitating or saying, trying to repeat what Charlemagne, the guy from the Breakfast Club, saying, no, 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 no. I'm talking from my own experience being in Florida, all right? I never lived in Florida, but I got family in Florida. I done stayed in Florida for months. I've been in Orlando. I've got friends from Florida. Uh, man, I, I've been in Florida countless times, bro. Like, what the fuck? I know Florida. Florida is bad. Like, Florida is sick. The people that lives in Florida are I, mentally, uh, I don't know. They just, like, it doesn't make any, everything that Florida does don't make sense to me at all. Like, Governor DeSantis, he, to me, he's a weirdo himself. Like, he's running for president. I think he's a real though. I don't care what anybody have to say. I don't have, I don't, I'm not a Republican nor a Democrat. Even though that I lean towards more the Republican side, still, Governor Ron DeSantis is a freaking weirdo. I don't, I don't, I don't understand much, much of his uh, methods and stuff like that. Like, he's pulling up the bar for the criminal justice system, like, you will get like severely punished, especially if you're a black person. Let's just keep it real. If we're gonna have a real conversation, let's just keep that real. And then, uh, let me tell you this. In Florida, I'm gonna give you, I'm gonna tell you something. If a, a crime has been committed, a white Caucasian and a black Caucasian, let's just say both of them committed the same exact crime, uh, the black person do not get the same punishment as the their white counterparts, all right? 
there are more lenient towards the Caucasian people versus the black people. And that is a fact. And you cannot attack me and make it look like I'm just saying or I'm talking out of my ass over here because that is the truth, all right? If, uh, uh, like this situation here with these two people, what they did to the six-year-old, uh, they're going to get convicted, but I don't know how much time they're going to get. But I guarantee you, I guarantee you, they, uh, they look like they're Spanish people or something, or Samoa. Or they, 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 from looking at their pictures, they look like they're from Hawaii. They look like Samoans or something like that. That's what they do look like. They kind of look like they're from uh, East Pacific or something like that. Uh, but I don't really know the conditions, the bottom line of their convictions. I don't know how much time they're getting. But still, I guarantee you if it was like a black person, they're going to get a severe more punishment versus their white counterparts. I, I'm sure of it. I'm 100% sure. Like, the people, the Republican Party over there in Florida, they're very vicious, man. In Florida, the state of Florida is a vicious place, bro. Some of their policies are kind of like, okay, I understand it. And then some of the, um, it's not just the judicial system. I can't even just like jump on them. It's the mentality of the people that lives in Florida. Like they just really off, bro. Like I don't, I don't get some of these people. The young kids, I don't get them. Uh, it's a stand your ground state, so that means everybody in Florida got some fucking gun. I know that for sure. Everybody in Florida got a pistol. Yo, don't think for a second that somebody doesn't is not packing in Florida. Everybody got a goddamn pistol in Florida. I promise you, bro. Like. Don't even try to get into it with nobody over there in Florida. Because 9 out of 10, somebody's going to pull out the gun. 9 out of 10. I really want to say 10 out of 10. But, bro, I don't mess with Florida. The thinking, I don't know what these people be thinking about. I don't. The mentality is very different, right? It doesn't make any sense. There's a lot of freaking manipulative people. I didn't even say the word right, but I noticed there's a lot of people that like to manipulate and do scams and like controlling. Cause I met, I ain't, I even had like a girlfriend from Florida. She was controlling, but she can't control no dude like me because I'm really, I'm really right. Me, I'm a type of dude that could stand his ground and you can't tell me anything. I'm going to freaking cuss your ass out. I'm, I'm a bit of an asshole, so there's no way you can manipulate me. I'm going to be like, man, fuck you. Like, real quick, I'm going to do it fast. Don't give a fuck how beautiful you look. That don't mean shit to me, all right? So I'm not that guy that you can manipulate. But a girl did try me. She tried it, but I gave her some hell. She And she still trying till this day. You know, she'll reach out through um, social media, and she'll still try me. And I'll cuss her out just as usual. She thinks the shit is funny, but I'm not no laughing matter, all right? She one of them hoes that you got to pop her in her uh, fucking mouth. You see what I'm saying? Because she's very disrespectful. She's from Florida, mind you, all right? But like I said, I just told you a horrible story, you know, about these two parents abusing a six-year-old, and he eventually died and stuff. And the stepfather, he likes to freaking uh, put
put his head under water and try to drown him, and then he's trying to uh, perform CPR after the fact. Like, what type of dude are you? Like, I don't know what type of what they gonna how they're gonna convict these people, but they deserve the book because that shit was unfair. And the biological father said, yo, give me the son. Give me the kid. If you don't want him, give it to me. And they was trying to put him up for adoption. Like, this shit is crazy, man. It don't make no type of sense. And it makes me wonder, yo, what type of world we live in. Um, really, I believe in heaven and earth. When somebody say heaven and hell, I get, like, I don't want to hear that. I, that doesn't make any sense. Because when somebody say hell, I said, nigga, we already here. This is hell. Because if it wasn't, if we wasn't living in a sane, civilized world, we would never have these discussions about racism, systemic racism. We would never have no discussion about two parents acting like idiots, abusing a child. We wouldn't have criminals running amok, doing whatever they so please. We wouldn't have criminals wearing a badge and having a gun. You see what I'm saying? We wouldn't have these problems if we lived in a civilized society. I promise you that. But, but the fact that we have these issues time and time again, I don't have no hate in my heart. I don't look at a white person and do discriminatory things toward a white person. I never did no shit like that in my life. I'm trying to live my life. I'm trying to pay my bills. What makes you think I have a thought in my mind to have some type of discriminatory thought against another race? Never in my mind or heart or thought that I have that. So just because, because of the fact that somebody has hate towards my skin color, man, come on, man. I see it this way, heaven and earth. All right. Heaven and earth. That means earth is hell, nigga. It's hell just to live in this motherfucker. All right. And that's just how I feel. You can say whatever that you want to say. You know, I already told you people. You can hit me up on TikTok. You type in Box Benji and then you can comment and say whatever you want to say. And people do hit me up and do tell me things. I got, I mean, literally thousands of comments and I read them all. So. I'm going to keep it moving, though, tell you another story. But that one was bad. This happened in Polk County, Florida. And Polk County is a fucked up. All right, I got another one. All right, listen to this. Alabama gets life. Uh, Alabama man gets life without parole for killing five family members when he was 14 years old. Okay, an Alabama teenager convicted of killing five family members, including three younger siblings, when he was 14 years old, has been sentenced to spend the rest of his life in prison without the possibility of parole. Circuit Judge Chadwick, Circuit Judge Chadwick Wise handed down the sentence Thursday to Mason Sisk, now 18 years old. Judge Wise wrote that the crime was ghastly, disturbing, and draped in unmitigated evil and warranted the harshest punishment allowed by law. A jury in April convicted Sisk of multiple counts of capital murder for the 2019 shootings, death of his father, stepmother, and younger siblings. All five were shot in the head at their home in Elkmont. The youngest was an infant. Damn. John Wayne Sisk, 
38 years old, and Mary, sis, 35 years old, were found dead in their home on September 2nd, 2019, along with their three children, six-year-old Kane, a four-year-old Aurora, and six-month-year-old Colson. All had been shot in the head. Authorities said Mason Sis initially told police he was in the basement playing video games when he heard gunshots and ran outside to see a vehicle pulling away, but he later told investigators he killed the five. The U.S. Supreme Court said life sentences for those under the age of 18 at the time of their crimes are inappropriate except for the rarest of cases, and judges should consider. Children diminish culpability and heightened capacity for change. Rise, Judge Rise wrote that the slains were the rare case where a life sentence without parole was warranted for a juvenile defendant. He noted the victims had been killed as they were lying in bed. He wrote that the circumstances the circumstances of Sis case are much more appalling than the other cases where life sentences have been upheld for juvenile defendants. All right, so so that 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 is a grisly case right there. What compelled this little boy to do that shit? That's what I'm trying to find out. All right, so he was convicted of killing five family members, including three three younger siblings. When he was 14, he was only 14 years old. All right. He's, he's been sentenced to spend the rest of his life in prison without the possibility of parole. The circuit judge Chadwick Wise handed down the sentence Thursday to Mason Sis. That's the kid that's 18 years old. All right. He um, The judge also wrote that the crime was ghastly, disturbing, and draped with unmitigated evil and warranted the harshest punishment allowed by the law. A jury in April convicted Sis of multiple counts of capital murder for the 2019 shooting death of his father, stepmother, and younger siblings. All five were shot in the head at their home in Elkmont, Alabama. The youngest was an infant. That's, that's, that's what I'm saying. That shit is so crazy. John Wayne's sis, that's the dad, 38 years old, and the mother, Mary's sis, 35 years old, were found dead in their home on September 2nd, 2019, along with their three children, six-year-old Kane, four-year-old Aurora, and six-month-year-old Colson. That is crazy. All had been shot in the head. All right, the authorities did say Mason's sis initially told the police at first he said he was in the basement playing video games when he all of a sudden heard gunshots and ran outside to see a vehicle pulling away. But later told the investigators he killed everybody in the house. He killed all five victims. The U.S. Supreme Court said life sentences for those under the age of 18 at the time of their crimes are inappropriate except for the rarest of cases and judges should consider that. Children's diminished culpability and heightened capacity for change. I don't know, man. <laughs> Life without parole? I don't know. That shit is crazy. And I don't know, man. Phone, phone. Uh, the laws might change and they're probably going to let them out. I don't know. But what compelled them to do that? That's the, that's the biggest question. That's the question that everybody's asking. What made him do it? You know what I'm saying?
And then they got to do like real investigative forensics to make sure that he really did do it because he probably, you never know. You see what I'm saying? And then if there is evidence that he really did do it, what compelled him to do it? Because that's a question, and that's a major question everybody asking. What made a 14-year-old kid kill all of his, kill both of his parents, then kill his three younger goddamn siblings? What made him do it? Something had to make him do it. There was something, there's something that, that pushed this little kid to do that, and we have to find out. That, you know, you can't just convict a kid and just throw him in prison and then wipe your hands and then move on with life. Nah, this is serious. We need to know. Just like I reported about the Polk County, the two um, parents that abused their six-year-old, we need to know what made them do it. Well, I know that parent, the lady, she just felt some, she had animosity towards the biological father. Yes, we got that part right there. But we want to know what made this 14-year-old kid fuck around kill. He said he shot. So he found his father's gun somehow and he shot everybody in the head. What made him do it? Was he playing a video game? Was he playing some type of video game that was killing everybody and stuff? We need to know. You see what I'm saying? Well, everybody, guess what? I'm going to cut this apple pie short and sweet. This is your man, Ben Spirell, with Thinking Out Loud. Subscribe to my YouTube channel, which is called Box Benji. That is B-O-X-B-E-N-J-I. That's the same name that you could type in the search engine to follow me on Instagram as well as TikTok. And I am most active on TikTok. That is Box Benji. That's B-O-X-B-E-N-J-I. Let me say it again because I think I fell off when I said the letter O. That's B O X. B-E-N-J-I. Follow me. Leave a comment. Say what you want to say. I got thick skin. Plus, I got a mouthpiece on me. So there's nothing that you could say that will hurt my feelings because I like that. I like to hurt people's feelings, too. So, peace. This is Thinking Out Loud. Harlem nights, party at the bodega. 